This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Hello, everyone. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show. I miss you. I miss you so much, all my listeners. We have a great show for you today. It is just awesome. Last week, I told you I was going to try and get Gabe Suarez from Suarez International to come on the show, and he did. We had a fantastic interview with him, and that's uh, all recorded, nicely edited, and that's going to come up in segment two and three. That's going to be awesome. I think you're going to love Gabe. This guy, this guy is hardcore. He uh, he knows. He's forgotten more about personal defense than I presently know. I mean, I, I, I'm called an expert, all right, but this guy, this guy teaches experts. He is awesome. So you're going to love that. Then in the fourth segment, we'll just have the wrap-up because I want to talk to you more about Gabe Suarez and his teaching and his attitude and just want to talk about America, Americans, and how far we've fallen. There are miles to go before we sleep, friends. That's for sure. But as usual, let's start out with my personal life because my personal life is very important to me. And in some cases, it's even humorous. What have I been doing? Oh, gosh. You recall that last week... Uh, Bambi was kicking my butt. Well, guess what? I kicked Bambi's butt. Well, actually, it was Bambi's mom. I had this nice doe come in. She weighed about 160 pounds. She field-dressed at 135, and uh, it was just awesome. I enjoyed that. And she's all gutted and skinned and cut up, turned into hamburger, so... That was fantastic. Just a real quick announcement. I will be at the SHOT Show in Las Vegas next month, January 17th through 20th. So if any of you are going to be in Las Vegas at the SHOT Show and you want to get together and just chat, you just uh, send me an email at skipcoriel at hotmail.com. That's skipcoriel at hotmail.com. And... Uh, We'll get together and chat, It's uh, and we can talk about what you would like to hear on the show in the future, and things like that. What else we got going? Oh, everyone is healthy at my house. Uh, we burned firewood, and the fireplace has been backing up for some odd reason. I'll, I'll eventually figure that out, but we've got enough uh, wood in the house for winter, and I think we are adequately prepared. It's supposed to be a long, hard winter, and uh, things are looking good for that. Let me see. What else is going on? Oh, yes. We have uh, my book, Civilian Combat, the Concealed Carry book. That came out on audible.com, so it's on an audiobook format now. Uh, you can get that just by going to amazon.com or audible.com and just searching on Skip Coriel or, or search on Civilian Combat, and it'll come up. Audiobooks are kind of nice because you can just get those on your iPhone or your whatever your cell phone is, your Kindle electronic device, and I like them because I can go on a cross-country trip. If I'm going to be driving for 10 hours, 8 hours, I can listen to a nice audiobook, and it just really helps the time pass quickly. 
And in this case, you can learn quite a bit because uh, civilian combat book is it's it's a pretty good primer for uh, self-defense in America. Okay, uh, enough of my personal life for right now, anyways. Uh, let's go. Let's check out the news now. What's happening in the world? So. As usual, go to DrudgeReport.com, and let's check out the headlines here. Oh, boy, there's a big old picture of Donald Trump. Make media great again. He's going to save the world. Uh, We'll see about that. Chicago breaks 1940 snowfall record. Temps plunge USA minus 35 degrees. Wow, and they've got a live chill map there. You know, while I'm thinking about it, for uh, those of us who live in northern temperatures... It can get pretty cold up here, and I'd say probably seven months out of the year we're wearing coats or jackets and gloves. And for personal protection, you have special considerations when you've got all those extra clothes on. It makes it really tough to actually get to the clothes. You've got to to think ahead. It's like, okay, if I have to draw my firearm, how am I going to get to it? And you've got to tailor what you wear, uh, no pun intended, to uh, how you're going to draw if you get in some type of life or death altercation. So think about that ahead of time. How am I going to get to my firearm? And then secondly, if you're wearing gloves, are you even capable of drawing and shooting that firearm accurately while you're wearing gloves? I highly recommend that you stay with a thinner glove, not a slippery glove that's made out of a fabric, but something uh, leather, maybe suede, thin enough so that you can get your finger inside the trigger guard without accidentally, you know, shooting your butt off or something like that. It's something you need to practice. Practice with an unloaded gun or with a training gun. Uh, I love the CERT training gun. That's S-I-R-T, CERT training gun. You can get those at nextleveltraining.com. But uh, practice drawing, clearing the clothing and drawing with your winter clothing on because it's totally different. Most of us, we practice during the summer months, uh, maybe a little in the fall, and then we neglect our training in the wintertime because it's cold and we're busy sitting in front of the computer, web surfing or or watching uh, Bruce Willis movies. So... Do not neglect that aspect of your of your training. What else we got here? L.A. subway militarized. Oh, yes, I read that article. I, they were searching bags. Uh, before you could get on the subway, you had to have your bag searched. Basically, they're suspending your Fourth Amendment rights, illegal search and seizure. I understand why they're doing it, but it turns out that that L.A. subway bomb threat was just a hoax anyways. It bothers me that people so readily give up their civil rights. Fourth Amendment says you have the right against an illegal search and seizure. And the more that you consent to searches, the more it desensitizes you to your civil rights. Most people don't even realize they have a right to say, no, you can't search my bag. So something to think about. Don't so readily give up your civil rights. Judge rules woman can marry stepdaughter. Okay. Yes, America, we have fallen. Oh, oh, this was in Argentina. Why would you want to marry your stepdaughter? 
why would a woman want to marry another woman? I I don't get that. Um, not my taste. But hey, it's between you and God. Anyway, you know, Pope warns media over sin of spreading disinformation. House of filth, hundred snakes, lots of rats, too many pigs seized from home. What a sick world. You know what? Let's get away from Drudge Report today. Let's go let's go someplace else. Daily Caller. Oh, look at this. The armed citizen. Proof guns save lives. Let's talk about that a little bit, huh? A Michigan man was at home watching television with his family when an intruder ripped open the house's storm door, began beating on the inner door, and demanded entry. Homeowner Mark Goodman retrieved his personal firearm and held it up to the window. The intruder, that's called brandishing, folks, and it's legal when you're also legally justified in using deadly force. The intruder fled immediately, <laughs> like he had seen a ghost, according to Goodman. Well, yeah, he saw his life flash before his eyes, didn't he? I think that's that's an excellent use of force right there. He, he, he did brandish his firearm, and the bad guy said, you know what? I'm not prepared to get in a gunfight today. This is not worth dying over. That That's incredible. I like that one. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Miguel Lopez Hernandez, age 25, and an armed accomplice, two bad guys, entered Kelly Jewelers. Okay, probably getting married and needed a engagement ring. The accomplice produced his handgun, ordered the store manager to get on the floor, then tossed a roll of duct tape to Hernandez. Must have been rednecks. The manager, however, was quickly able to retrieve his own handgun. How was he quickly able to retrieve his handgun? Maybe he was well-practiced, well-versed, and he had had a plan in advance. The armed assailant dashed out the door upon seeing the firearm, leaving Hernandez, his buddy, armed only with the roll of duct tape. I'd say he was a bit outgunned on that one. Hernandez was arrested and is under investigation for aggravated robbery. His accomplice remains at large. You know, with friends like that, uh, who needs enemies, right? You know, right about 40% of the time, when someone, when you brandish your firearm, they go, man, I am out of there. And some some uh, studies have it as high as 90%, but I highly doubt the accuracy of that study um, that just seems way high to me, but I think we can at least rely on 40%. But what that means is that if 40% of the time they see the gun and leave, that means 60% of the time they don't. And then you have a determined attacker that you have to stop. Let's do one more here. Uh, a 14-year-old girl was in her bedroom when she heard someone else in the house. She left her bedroom and went to the kitchen where she discovered a naked man... <laughs> Gosh, stealing a bottle of rum. <laughs> no, yeah, that happens at my house all the time, yeah. The girl ran to take refuge in her bedroom and listen as the man, 47-year-old Kenan Klusener, made a phone call before leaving the house. Hey, make yourself at home. A neighbor saw Klusener in the front yard of the home and retrieved his gun. He was then able to detain Klusener at gunpoint until police arrived. I would say, you know, in that case, the the girl, she, she did the right thing. Um, she's 14 years old. She's unarmed. You know, she went to her, you know, she hid, basically. Um, I mean, who knows what this guy's intentions were? He, she certainly didn't know. 
And then the neighbor, he did the right thing. Hey, you got a 14-year-old girl home all alone. Uh, she needs protection. And so uh, I say, hey, all's well that ends well. That, that's a happy success story. Now let's do one more. Four armed intruders began to kick down the door of a two-story apartment, so the three inhabitants locked themselves in an upstairs bedroom, that we call that our safe room, and exited onto the balcony where they had no escape. Okay, that's a bad... Uh, didn't have a plan, did you? One of the occupants grabbed a rifle, kept in the bedroom. Uh, that's plenty of firepower there. One of the home invaders, dressed in camouflage with a black cloth covering his face, hope it was bulletproof, managed to kick open the bedroom door. The occupant raised the rifle and shot one round at the intruder, causing the home invaders to flee. Funny how that happens, huh? Derek Timmons, 20, was pronounced dead when his body was later found. The other offenders are still being sought by the police. This happened in Georgia. You know, that the story just goes on and on and on and on. It, it, it's always the same. You shoot these guys one time, and uh, they just don't have a stomach for a fight. And You know, that's what we're going to talk about in the fourth segment, and a little bit with Gabe Suarez. Um, ordinary Americans, it's like you've lost your will to fight. You've lost your will to defend yourself. But when you do defend yourself, it's amazing how easy it is to defend yourself. But anyways, uh, we're out of time in this segment. So when we come back, we're going to have Gabe Suarez from Suarez International. Awesome star-spangled man. Uh, you're going to love this guy. This is Skip Coriel with the Home Defense Show. Don't you go anywhere. We are going to be right back. This is Phoenix Coriel. Welcome to the Home Defense Show with Skip Coriel. He's my dad. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. This is Lawyer Liz. Join me each week as we discuss drones, the Internet of Things, and all the technology in between. It's Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz, Wednesdays at 2. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. We have a very special guest uh, on the line with us today. His name is Gabe Suarez, and this is one hardcore, cool SOB who just really loves uh, to teach people how to, how to defend themselves, and he has a very unique perspective. Gabe Suarez, uh, from Suarez International, welcome to the Home Defense Show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. <laughs> well, hey, Gabe, um, I've been following your your blog. Uh, that's uh, blog.suarezinternational.com for for years now. Um, we've never met personally, 
but I'm going to fix that in the next couple of years because I really, I absolutely have to take your training because you teach it with a unique perspective. You're very practical, down-to-earth, kind of a gutsy kind of uh, a training technique. And, you know, I was in the Marine Corps, you know, like decades ago, but that kind of thing stays with you. And so I have a, a really appreciation, a deep appreciation for just hardcore tactics and attitudes and things like that. Um, but what we, uh, first, can you just give my listeners uh, a little bit of background info, you know, uh, where you've been, where you started, just who is Gabe Suarez? Well, thank you. Well, I uh, I was actually born in Cuba. And, wow, uh, I came cool. to the U.S. in 67. Uh, so when I write things about uh, communism, I have firsthand experience <laughs> I started training martial arts when I was a little boy. It's the only thing I really had any interest in. And uh, I, I got pretty good at it, ran out of commercial school for many years uh, until I went into law enforcement. Uh, I was in law enforcement for 15 years, uh, worked uh, SWAT and gang unit and all those cool things they make movies about, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I, I had a chance to, uh, you know, do a lot of, uh, shall we say, uh, practical application. Uh, and uh, since 2000, I've been running Suarez International, uh, which is an international training company. We've got affiliates all over the world. You know, we've got somebody in uh, uh, in Moscow, Russia. We've got people in uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina, all up and down Europe, South Africa, uh, just about everywhere. And uh, you know, we uh, we train the good guys how to kill the bad guys, and I make no bones about it. Uh, and then we also have a, uh, a store that develops equipment to uh, make that mission uh, easier. Well, that's great. Now, you, uh, I think I've got this right. You, you have law enforcement experience, correct? You, you've been in some type of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you were doing that for a while. Then you headed out on your own. You've been in real-life gunfights, so you know how it goes down. And, you know, that that's one of the things that I teach on the entry level. People will come to me when they want to learn firearm safety, you know, just a little bit of tactics, uh, get their concealed pistol license, that, that kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. And, boy, when you have somebody for one day and you're trying to turn them into a gunfighter, you, you can't do it. You just can't do it, but they don't understand that. But, uh, you know, one thing that I'd really like you to talk about is uh, terrorism, because to me the, the, the threat is real, and I think people are starting to realize that, that, gosh, you know, it's not all warm and fuzzy here in the United States anymore, and maybe we need to learn how to protect themselves. And can you talk about how you view the, the terrorist threat here in the U.S.? Well, you know, we could have, uh, I mean, several hours discussion on, on, on how this came about and, and everything else, but the, uh, the, really the only important point is that it's, uh, it's here and, you know, it's, it's not going away. And we look historically at the temple events just in the last few years. Uh, you know, but Americans have a very short memory, you know, and you, you want, how many people remember Orlando? Uh, that was, uh, you know, not a year ago. You know, how many people remember San Bernardino? How many people remember Dallas? The, all the, the goings-on in, in Paris, uh, you know, the, the Bataclan Theater. I got first-hand information from my contacts over there. It's horrific uh, stuff that, that went on, the best lens school in, uh, in Russia. So there's a, uh, a subculture out there that hates you, hates us for, for what we are, and, uh, you know, they want to give us one choice, either become like us, 
become our slaves or we're going to kill you. And that's, that's really the only choices in their mind. And so what I think uh, Americans need to do and what I consider my, my calling is to tell them, look, those aren't the only choices. You know, there's a fourth option, which involves not going along with what their plans are. And in order to be able to take advantage of that fourth option, you have to have skills and you have to have weapons and you have to have readiness. What was it? Just last week at Ohio State, uh, you know, we had another one of these characters run a car into a bunch of people and then jump out with a, some sort of knife and start slashing them around and whatnot. Now, you know, that uh, that one young officer, he was kind of the, the Johnny on the spot that day. But, you know, that could have been anybody. It could have been you. could have been me. could have been one of our students. So the, the salient point is that Americans need to take that into consideration, and they need to think every morning, I might be that guy right there on the spot when the terrorist decides to carry out his plans and then take steps to become capable uh, should that come to reality. Yeah, and what I've noticed with a lot of my students is, they're not psychologically ready to go into combat. I mean, it's it's like they weren't trained, uh, they weren't raised, they don't have a warrior mindset. And it, right. uh, I think just uh, was it yesterday or the day before you you sent out on your blog something about deliberate. You have to be deliberate right. in a in a gunfight. And uh, you know you mentioned wide earth and all that and. And that was just a, a really good explanation. It's like, you know, you don't want to have a lot of startle response. You want to be able to have thought about all this stuff ahead of time so that when you walk into the ball and you hear gunshots, it doesn't surprise you because, hey, I've thought about this ahead of time. Um, you know, I, I've been I'm prepared for this. And, well, and the well, answer yeah, yeah. is not. Sure. I think I think that the, the the main point, the main thing is that um, look when you when you train somebody you train them at three levels. You have to train uh, you have to train them mentally. They got to be switched on. They have to understand why they're there. You know, and I think that there's confusion and there's ambiguity in the mind of many American uh, gun people. Why are they actually doing this? Uh, you have to you have to train their 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 technical skills. In other words, you know, okay, how to hold the pistol, how to shoot it, you know, all the mechanics. Uh, I think many times instructors they just they, they they tap a little bit into why you know the, the the mentality of it the why, then they spend most of their time teaching them how to shoot well because that's what everybody wants to do and it's mindless and it's easy and everybody has a lot of fun and it's a game and and so on and so forth. But something else that I try to do is I try to teach the heart, in other words, the sentiment. So we we train the mind so they understand what the reality is. We live in time of war and. You can deny that all you like, but we do. You know, we just look in the last year. I mean, I would have to go through my notes and tell you how many actual terrorist events have taken place here in the U.S. because there have been that many. So we, we do live in a time of war, and uh, we, we, we have to accept that. We can't ignore it. Pretending it's not there is not going to change it. We train our technical skills, of course, but maybe beyond what some concealed carry instructors might consider reasonable. We have a lot of people that are still training to defend against the two muggers in the parking lot, in, in, the, in the, the, you know, the dark parking lot with the switchblades, you know, the beatnik kind of guys, you know. And, right. Yeah, those are, still, those are still a concern, but, you know, I think that uh, uh, training to prevail against those guys is not going to help you if you have uh, Farouk and Malik and the rest of these terrorists, like, you know, they had in San Bernardino and Orlando and these other places. Training to defeat the lowest common denominator enemy is not going to help you when you have a, a dedicated opponent. 
And, you know, the last thing that I try and teach is I try and teach the sentiment, the warrior spirit. You know, you said you were in the Marines. I mean, you know, tell me there's no Marine that ever comes out of basic training that doesn't have a warrior mindset, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I, and, and I think that that is something that's sorely lacking. I think way too many people in the U.S. are driven by fear. They're afraid of the bad guy. They're afraid of the legal system. They're afraid they're going to get in trouble. They're afraid they're not up to task. They're basically afraid of everything, and it's kind of like a like like a dog that you know has has fear aggression. You know the fear biters, uh, right. and uh, that's not what we want. That's not what we want to cultivate. And unfortunately, I think a lot of training and a lot of writing and a lot of instructors out there are cultivating that fearful, fear-driven mentality. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, I, I do. And there's a there's a lot of pressure to to teach that way. You know, because of political correctness and because, oh, is the instructor going to get in trouble with his certifying organization or something like that? Because I, I know that, that that happens as well. But in, in my opinion, if there was ever a time to raise up a culture of warriors out of everyday yeah. citizens, now, yeah, if you don't do it now, when, when are you going to do it? I mean, because we've got all these Islamic jihadists uh, all over the place that you know, we've got homegrown terrorism now, which typically is another name for, you know, Islamic immigrants who've come over here and um, have an agenda. They want to kill as many of us as as they possibly can so they can get all their virgins. Um, and Americans don't understand that mentality. We have just been kind of wussified to the point where, you know, we've got Facebook, uh, we've got Oprah, take our kids to the soccer game. And and that's about it. They can't get beyond that. But and it takes time to build a warrior mindset. You don't get it overnight. And so if, when I teach my classes, man, I hammer that. You know, I, I kind of group it into hardware and software. You know, the hardware being the technical aspect. You know, we teach you how, how to move, how to draw, how to shoot, set line with all that grip, all that good stuff. That's the fun stuff. But the mental stuff. If you don't have the software, the warrior mindset, the situational awareness, all that stuff, then you're not going to have the guts to even draw your weapon. Um, you'll just, well, that's you know, true. And then, and, and then, and then, even if you do, even if you do, you're going to revert to the 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 fear mentality. The uh, you know, I've I've got a little bit of courage, and I decided to go to this fight. But oh my God, I'm in it now, and I'm terrified. You know, that's again, that's not the objective. The objective is to be more the the deliberate predator, if you will. You know, some just, oh my God, he said the D word. Well, yeah, because that's that's what you need. You don't need, uh, you know, you don't want to be the 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 gazelle defending against the tiger. That's the wrong mentality. Okay, mm-hmm. you're you're the tiger going after the gazelle. You know, the gazelle's not the the good guy. The gazelle is the bad. You know. Yeah, your your uh, opponent. He, he's not afraid of you. There is no fear. There, there's anger. There's rage, and you can't go against that with a timid, state-of-the-art uh, American mentality. You, you've got to go beyond that. So, and, you know, and I'll tell you something else. You know, there, there's this, this, uh, this idea of, well, you know, if I teach what I really want to teach, then I'm going to get in trouble, and uh, I'm going to get this. That's not true. You know, I've been teaching what I've been teaching now since, my gosh, since 2000. You know, we don't teach. Mm-hmm defensive pistol we teach gunfighting i don't teach you to defend yourself from the terrorists i teach you to kill them by shooting them in the face you know and i've been doing that for years and uh you know 
uh, many of my students, uh, you know, law enforcement guys, you know, a lot of groups that we work with, I, I, I don't really want, want to, you know, uh, tell you who they are for obvious reasons, but, um, you know, and they've, they've used our methods to, to uh, prevent uh, terrorism here in the U.S. And, you know, who's, who's going to, you know, disqualify you? Who's going to disapprove you? Who cares? You know, people that disapprove of me, you know, get in line. The line is long and distinguished. That's not going to keep me from teaching what I need to teach and how I need to teach it. That's awesome, and that's what I wanted you to say. Now we're out of time on this segment. When we come back to the Home Defense Show, we're going to have Dave Suarez some more, and we're going to talk about more uh, terrorism and how we deal with the threat. This is Skip Correa with Gabe Suarez on the Home Defense Show. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. My name is Steve Coriel. Welcome to the Home Defense Show with my dad, Skip Coriel. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren, on Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. Merry Christmas from all of us at America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, welcome back to the Home Defense Show. This is Skip Coriel, and I'm speaking with Gabe Suarez from Suarez International. We're having a great talk about warrior mindset, uh, situational awareness, uh, the technical aspects of gunfighting. Uh, Gabe, tell us... Um, what, in your mind, what is the complete fighter? Because I know there's a huge difference between, you know, a guy who can stop a mugging uh, and someone who can actually take someone down on the ground. Um, you know, it's not just having a gun. That doesn't make you safe. You need, you need a skill set. What should the skill set be? Well, you know, I'll tell you, I think, I think one of the, uh, the, the, the mistakes that we make as a culture uh, is you know we are, we're always looking for shortcuts you know uh, and uh, you know the buying the the Keltec and buying the Uncle Mike's holster and, and it's basically it's a it's a little a little baby binky you know it makes people feel good uh, and uh, you know they they've checked off that box and <clears throat> and so on but you know look it, it, you have to you have to decide what you want of yourself you know one of the things I I, I tell my staff I've got you know instructors all over the world and tell them look. You have to be an example of someone who seeks excellence in all things, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so, you know, the, the complete package. Well, um, you know, it's it's a lifestyle change. It's not just buying a gun. You know, you're 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 a three hundred pound guy that you know drinks two six packs of beer. You live on ice cream, but now you have that Keltec, and so you know you checked off all those boxes. And I I don't I don't think that's the kind of lifestyle 
that uh, that most people would want. And, and if they do, then you know what? I really don't have anything for them. Um, you know, but if they want they want excellence in their life, excellence in all things, uh, you know, then well now we can talk. So it's not just about uh, fighting per se, but it's about I guess being a modern Renaissance man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as far as the, the combat stuff, I said, look, the first thing that everybody needs to do is they need to get in good physical condition because if you're not, it doesn't matter. You have that pistol, you fire a couple rounds, but, you know, now you've got so much adrenaline going through your system, you vapor lock and you die right there, maybe a second after the bad guy. Okay, but you know what? You're still dead, right? Right. So, you know, uh, you got you got to tell guys you got to get in, in physical condition. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 57 in a few months. You've seen pictures on my blog. I take this very seriously. Um, you know, you have to have something uh, in the hand-to-hand skills realm, okay? Um, I don't care what that is. You know, it, it could be you go and you do some jiu-jitsu or you do uh, boxing or you do karate or whatever. It doesn't matter. But, you know, you have, to have, you have to check off that box. In other words, I know how to punch somebody in the face and knock them in the dirt. I know how to choke somebody out. I know how to kick them in the knee and, you know, all this kind of stuff. You've got to be able to say that. Uh, because not every confrontation is, is, a, is a gunfight, okay? The other thing is that being in good physical condition and knowing how to handle yourself, uh, you know, that's going to create an, an, an aura of confidence about you. It's going to make you more that tiger and less that prey animal, okay? Mm-hmm. So those things have to be in place. You have to have some knowledge of how to fight with, with knives and sticks and, you know, just... You know, I got a big stapler here on my desk. I'm thinking I could pick that up and crack somebody in the head with it. You know, so you have to have some knowledge on how to use weapons beyond just the, the pistol. You know, so all those things need to be in place. Okay. You know what? It's a heck of a lot more fun going to the gym and lifting weights that probably, you know, uh, people your age would think uh, you know, maybe that's not reasonable. It's a lot more fun to do that than to go home. You know. And, and, and drink a, a six-pack of beer while you're watching, you know, uh, I don't know, Dancing with the Stars or some goofy show or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and then, of course, you know, you've got, you've got the, the firearm, and uh, you, you need to be able to run that mindlessly. And what I mean by that is that you don't have to think about doing what you're doing. You don't have to think about drawing it. You don't have to think about how you work the trigger. You don't have to think about reloading it. Everything happens automatically because you've done it so many times and it doesn't take a million repetitions just enough that your body's accustomed to doing this an analogy yeah. that i use is look you get in your car and you drive to the store do you have to think about opening the door do you have to think about getting inside putting the key in the ignition turning it do you have to think about those things no because you've done them all the time it's a part of you uh you have to make your running the, the firearm the same thing and again it's a lifestyle you know, not everybody is going to choose to seek those levels of excellence, but those that do, they're going to have a much more interesting life and probably one of greater quality. Yeah, um, you know, and that's one of the things uh, you mentioned, checking off a box. Gosh, I mean, I, I teach up here in Michigan, and they need, by statute, they have to have eight hours of training, and my class is like nine hours. And uh, I, I know that 90 plus percent of them are there to check off a box to get that CPA. They already know everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just want to, they don't want to be safe. They want to feel safe. And yeah, uh, exactly. they're doing themselves a, a disservice because 90% of them, they're going to walk out of there 
and the first bad guy they run across, they're just going to be a, you know, a sulking puddle of blood, puke, and urine uh, on the pavement because they haven't prepared this up mentally, physically, um, the skill sets that you're you're talking about. Um, you know, I can you talk a little bit more about the uh, the hand-to-hand close quarters combat because for me, I have to admit that is my weakness. I just mm-hmm. I'm so busy doing other things. I haven't taken the time to learn jujitsu or some other hand-to-hand type uh, of combat. Somebody like me, I'm 59 years old. Where where's the starting point? Uh, you know, well, you know what I what I would tell you what I would tell you is look, you know what? Uh, the first thing is be, become physically fit. You know, uh, and that's not hard. It just takes a little bit of discipline. You know, e- eating right, not being a, a slave to food, uh, and lifting weights. That's that's paramount. Uh, and then doing some, you know, high intensity aerobic stuff. You know, like sprints or uh, or one thing I like to do in the winter time is just I do these things called farmer carries. I get two heavy dumbbells. You know, and I walk for 50 yards, and then I put them down, and, you know, I do that for a little while. Um, physical fitness will trump a lot of martial arts, okay? Oh, you know, yeah. um, so that's that's important, okay? Um, because, you know what, you, there's, there's got to be some, you know, juice behind the punch, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so that would be the first thing. And then, you know, once, you, once you're physically fit, you know, just see what there is in your area. I mean, I live up here in the mountains, you know, and, I, I train with a, a, a few folks. I got a, a you know, long background in Kyokushin uh, karate, which is kind of a pretty violent, you know, system. I probably wouldn't start that today at my age, but since I've got a background in it, you know, and, you know, look, when you get past fifty, you break a lot easier. So you have to be, yeah. you have to be careful. You know, you have to be careful who you train with. I did a little jujitsu. I don't, I don't like to do a lot of jujitsu because I've got some, you know, some back injuries and shoulder injuries and stuff. And you know, if I if, if if I don't, you know, if I if I go too far or I, I do something wrong, yeah, you know, six months in, in rehab. You know, and who the heck wants to? Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's like you break your and you heal slower. Yeah. So, but you got to do something. You know, you can't just go. Well, yeah. You know, I, I'm old, so I'm just going to go play dominoes now. You know. So, but uh, just find what's in your area, and then uh, you know, see if you can find someone that their their teaching method resonates with you. If not, then you know what just. Work out, lift weights, get a heavy bag, learn to hit the heavy bag, and you'll probably have enough um, that, uh, you know, you can check off that box. Look, I'm not going to get in a fist fight with anybody. I mean, you know, not, not if I can help it. I'm, I'm at my age, I'm going directly to weapons, either, either, either you know, hitting them with something or, you know, if, if they're bigger and stronger, I'm going to shoot them. I'm not going to wrestle around with a, right. you know, uh, some 25 year old, you know, 250 pound. No, I, you know what? I'll, I'll stab him or I'll shoot him or whatever. Because the, the end of the day, I'm going to win one way or the other. That's the mentality that you have to have. Absolutely. Now, now Gabe, um, we've got about four minutes left. Can you tell us about, as far as international, what are some of the different classes that you uh, teach, and uh, what do you recommend as a starting point, a progression? You know, just tell us about all the things that, that you do. Well, we, um, we, we've got all the different levels, uh, you know, that, that basically you can get somebody that just got out of a, a concealed carry pistol class and go right into our program and go all the way up from, you know, basically defensive pistol, which is kind of like the, you know, like the gunsight five-day, I said gunsight, mm-hmm. uh, program uh, condensed into two days and, you know, uh, 
with all of the, uh, the the other stuff taken off, and it's very simple. It gets you at a good level. We go all the way up, close-range gun fighting, advanced close-range gun fighting, zero to five feet uh, stuff, which integrates a little bit of hand-to-hand -hand stuff. Then we've got a, a program we're doing now called the Red Dot Pistol Gun Fighting because that is the, the future, and we've been uh, uh, very prominent in developing the Red Dot on handguns uh, since 2010 now. Uh, and uh, so we do a whole class revolving on how to teach, uh, teaching students how to use the Red Dot on their handguns. Uh, and, uh, you know, so that kind of comprises the pistol program. Uh, you know, I, I, if I say so myself, I do think that our pistol program is probably the best in the country, uh, the most comprehensive in the country, and the most fight-focused in the country. Mm -hmm. um, now, you, uh, do you teach just there in Arizona, or do you travel around uh, the country? I do. I do a little bit of traveling, mostly in Arizona. I do a little bit of traveling, you know. Uh, in the early days, I was gone, uh, you know, internationally, probably, you know, 30 out of the 52 weeks uh, in a year. But, you know, uh, right now my duties as a CEO and running the company and so on, it's kind of taking uh, a life of its own. I don't have as much time to go out and, 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 and teach as I used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I definitely, I've got to get uh, down there. If I have to travel, uh, so be it. Um, Arizona, South Michigan. At least it's warmer down there. So that, yeah, it's warmer, so and you know, it's very, it's very free. This is the definition of free America. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. We're kind of there's different levels of freedom. Michigan, it's like we're not California, but we're not Arizona either. So yeah, we'll be yeah. working on that. But okay, hey, you have. Uh, Dave, you have been fantastic. I really appreciate having you on uh, there. Thank you. Um, if you're going to if you're going to be at the shot show uh, next month in Las Vegas, I would love to hook up with you um, just so we can uh, meet in person. And I'm definitely going to be taking some of your training, and I'll try and bring some buddies along with me because uh, I just need it, and I've put it off too long. I'll start right now, getting myself in shape so that you know you don't hurt me too bad when I get there. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, Gabe. Tell us your uh, your your blog. How we get a hold of you? Uh, your your point of contact. Okay. Um, my uh, my website is basically suarezinternational.com. S U A R E Z International. Uh, we're updating it, so it may be up and down in the next uh, few weeks. Um, we have a internet forum called WarriorTalk.com, uh, and it's basically polite discussion, like you know what we're having here about topics. Uh, there's uh, my blog, which you can access off of the forum, uh, and uh, you know we've got a YouTube channel too, where we have a lot of uh, uh, videos, you know, uh, showing you how to do some of the stuff that we do. Um, so uh, you know, do do come and visit, folks, and I think you'll uh, I think you'll like what you see. All right, fantastic, Gabe. Thank you very much for being on Home Defense Show. Uh, we will have you back on from time to time. And I am really looking forward to training uh, with you, Gabe, and learning what you have to offer. Uh, you have a very unique perspective. I love your attitude, uh, and I think more Americans should be training with you in a more serious environment, uh, serious attitude. I, I, I love the way you think, and I, I love the job that you're doing out there. So, Gabe, thanks again. And I will see you on the range. 
Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back with a closing segment of the Home Defense Show. Welcome to my dad's Home Defense Radio Show. You're going to love it. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, friends, welcome back to the Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. I am sitting here in a Marathon gas station parking lot recording this segment. Every time I do a segment, I'm somewhere else. And that is what I love about this show. It's pre-recorded, so I can be anywhere. I can be in a fishing boat. I can be in the woods. I can be on top of the Empire State Building. I can be in the dentist's office, but not in the dentist's chair. I can do. Uh, I can be anywhere doing this show, and it's just fantastic, and I absolutely love it. So I'm here, and I've got my uh, Pringles barbecue. I've got my Mountain Dew with real sugar. It's that throwback uh, edition that I really like. And I've got one of those really odd burrito-type things made with all kinds of really lousy stuff. You know, if uh, Gabe Suarez were in the car with me right now, you know, he'd be punching me in the face saying, don't eat that crap, don't eat that crap. But i got to have a little balance in my life. I love Mountain Dew. I love barbecue Pringles. I love gas station hot dogs. You know, there's only so far I'm willing to go. I'm In this segment, I'm going to try to lend a little bit of balance because I know not everyone can be Gabe Suarez. I mean, let's face it, this guy's a badass. He is a real badass. I don't know how else to put it. That's just who he is. Not everyone is like that. For example, I mean, you've got the opposite extreme. I had a phone call this morning from a guy who uh, says, yeah, I want to take a concealed carry class. And he said, well, yeah, but 7.30 is too early in the morning. Can we have it later? And I said, no. And he said, well, you know, you got, you're going to go outside? Well, yeah, we're going to shoot outside. That's where the range is. Oh, it's too cold. Maybe I should wait till spring. And then he said, why, why do I even need any training? I was in the Air Force. So for 35 years, uh, I own my own gun. I don't need any training whatsoever. And it became real apparent to me that this man wasn't serious about carrying a gun for personal protection. A lot of people are like that. Most people are going to be somewhere between that guy and Gabe Suarez. I mean, Gabe is the renaissance man of concealed carry. He runs across a bad guy. He's going to shoot him in the face and take him down. This Air Force guy, you know, nothing against the, the Air Force or any of the military. I was in the Marine Corps. God bless all the military. But this guy, not the toughest military guy I've ever seen. But you, you got to be somewhere in the middle there, folks. You have to be willing to do something 
make some sacrifice. It might even be painful. The things that Gabe talked about, he talked about, you know, weightlifting. He talked about uh, walking, running, getting in shape. And he's right. He's right. He says, don't be a slave to food. I'm not a slave to food. I'm more like an indentured servant to food. I fall short of slavery. I, I, I have some work to do on that. Uh, I've cut back on my Mountain Dew. I've cut back on my Pringles. I've cut back on my gas station hot dogs with extra jalapenos and, and onions and taco sauce. But I haven't cut them out altogether. And I do my walking during the warm months. And then during the cold months now, I'm on the elliptical machine at night. As I, I, find, I love doing that because I can do it in front of the television set and I can watch, you know, my action-adventure movies, which I, I really like, while I'm working out. It takes my mind off the pain. And I should be doing some, some push-ups. I will uh, make the effort to do that. That is, it won't, it's not a New Year's resolution because I'm going to start it right now. So I'm going to be working out with some weights a little bit because I have to confess I need to lose Probably 20 pounds. 20 pounds, I would feel better. I would be more functional. Uh, as Gabe said, I would put some juice in my punch. That is what I'm going to do for me, to get myself in better shape, to make myself better able to protect myself and my family. The question that you have to answer is, what are you going to do for your family? Are you willing to be uncomfortable? Uh, are you willing to lose weight? Are you willing to actually go out on the range and practice? If you don't have any formal training, for God's sake, get some formal training. Uh, the most dangerous people on the gun range are people who have been shooting their whole lives without any formal training because they have all these bad habits that they developed all by themselves. Uh, they're pointing guns at people, talking with their hands while a gun is in their hand. It's just uh, it's a harrowing experience to be on the range with these people. But Gabe talked about a lot of things. He's a hardcore guy. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of compromises, and he shortcuts, and that's okay. But I'm realistic enough to know that 90-plus percent of the people listening right now, you are not Gabe Suarez. But I would like you to at least get that warrior mindset. Most of the people who come through my classes, they do not have warrior mindset. They don't know what warrior mindset is. They think that it's barbaric. But you have to have it. You have to go through the process of getting that warrior mindset. And one of the ways you can do that is through training. I mean, not all of us can just sign up for the Marine Corps and go through boot camp and then you get it. That's probably the best way to get it. But you're 59, 60 years old. You can't do that anymore, right? It would probably kill you. But get some training. Do some reading. Go on blogs like SuarezInternational.com. Go to the Rob Pincus website, icetraining.us. Sign up for his blog. There's all kinds of things that you can do. Watch videos. Walk in the morning. Walk at night. Get in some semblance of shape so you don't vapor lock like uh, Gabe talks about when you are in that fight. The average person has about 20 seconds of fight in them before their body gives out and they weaken. And if you're going to rely on that firearm, you've got to be proficient in that firearm. Another thing Gabe talked about, he didn't use this word, but I'll use it. It's called cowardice. The vast majority of people, they are cowards. 
They want to be protected. They want to be nurtured. They want to be cared for. Well, welcome to the real world. In the real world, the guy mugging you doesn't care about you. The terrorist doesn't care about you. All he wants is a body count, and he wants to kill as many people as he can in the name of his religion. The church shooter that comes in, the school shooter that comes in, they don't care about you. All they care about is killing as many people as they can before the cops come. So you have to prepare yourself. America is changing. America has changed. You can dig in your heels and say, but I have the right to feel safe anywhere I am. No, you don't. No one else has ever had that right in the history of mankind. Why would you have that right now? You don't have the right to feel safe, but you do have the right to protect yourself, to take responsibility for your own safety. That's the right that you have. You have the right to self-protection. There are different abilities. There are different skill sets that you have to practice and train with, and you have to become proficient at protecting yourself and the people that you love. If you don't, then you're going to be that guy who freezes when they're faced with a deadly threat. You're going to be that, that sulking, whimpering puddle of blood puke and urine as the guy goes from one person to the next and performs headshots on the cowering, whimpering masses. And you don't want to do that. Reach down and grab some scrot, okay? Get some courage. Get some bravery. It is inside you, but you have to initiate it. You've, you've got to take the first step. Go out and get that training. Start the mindset. Walk with pride. Walk with self-respect. You are created by God. Therefore, intrinsic to that, you are worth defending. You are worth protecting simply because you are a child, a creation of God. That gives you self-worth. So go out there, establish yourself as a child of God, as a worthwhile, beneficial human being. Now, a lot of these left-wing loony liberals, they're anti-gun. They believe that they are just the cat's meow. The world revolves around them. They've got self-esteem up the wazoo, but it's not merited. You have to be able to protect yourself. Do not subcontract your personal protection or your the protection of your family. Don't do that. Sometimes in class, I'll run across students that will say, Hey, I'm willing to use a gun to protect myself, but I'm not going to protect anyone else. Uh, I don't want to take a chance on losing my life for a stranger. And, hey, you know, that's your business. I can't make your decisions for you. I tell you, America does not need more narcissistic cowards. What we re need right now at this point in, in human history, not just American history, but world history, we need brave people. We need people more like Gabe Suarez, warriors who are willing to stand up and say, not on my watch. You're not going to walk into McDonald's Playland while I'm there and start executing children just because you're a crazy wacko or you had bad potty training or you're mentally ill or you're an Islamic jihadist. No, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm going to walk up to you I'm going to put my gun to your head, and I'm going to blow your frickin' brains out. 
I am not going to let you hurt children. I'm not going to let you hurt strangers. I'm not going to let you hurt any innocent person. Why? Because I am a warrior. That's what we need. Now, history calls those people heroes. We need more heroes in America. We don't need cowards. We don't need narcissists. We don't need pussified wimps who wax their chest and want to look like pretty boys. We need tough guys. We need guys like Audie Murphy, guys who will stand up and say, no, you can't do that. That's wrong. Who's going to stop me? I'm going to stop you. That's what we need. We need people who will stand up for what is right, traditional right, not moral relativism. It feels good to me, so therefore I'll do it. No, traditional right, the right that says you can't hurt another person on my watch or I will kick your freaking ass. Okay, I will come down off my soapbox now, but I hope that Gabe Suarez has infused just a little bit of testicular fortitude into your cowering, whimpering bodies today. Now, I understand that all of you aren't like that. Many of you have taken the steps to become a warrior. We're talking civilian combat here. Remember my book, Civilian Combat, the concealed carry book. That's why I called it Civilian Combat, because we are at war. People want to kill us. Burglars, muggers, rapists, serial killers, mentally ill, Islamic terrorists. They want to kill you and your family. Evil exists. Someday evil will visit your door. Are you going to be ready? If you get serious, if you prepare, if you train, if you lose that extra weight, if you get in shape, if you practice on the range, if you study tactics, you will be ready. If you don't, then you won't, and you and your family will die. Oh, well, Merry Christmas to everyone. Let's leave the show on a nice, happy note. Next week, uh, who do we have on the show next week? Uh, producer, who do we have? Oh, that's right. I don't have a producer. It's just me. We have George Hill, nicknamed, a.k.a. The Mad Ogre. George is the author of a series of books called Uprising, and we are going to have some fun next week. Gabe was pretty uh, intense with The Mad Ogre. He's going to talk about the great zombie apocalypse and how you can protect your family and the ones you love. Okay, folks, this is Skip Coriel on the Home Defense Show. This segment is over, this show is over, but your job in protecting your family and the ones that you love is just beginning. So go out there, be a warrior. God bless you. Have a great week. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.